The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E-Cigars.com or check out the link on the BBB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twelve covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, man? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we it is a gloomy day in vegas it's a gloomy day in new york how are you brigade welcome in to another episode of the bostonian versus the book we are live on youtube and twitter replayed on sports grid television and sirius xm channel 159 dave sharp in the book map wrote the bostonian what you don't like my my analogy it's a gray day. It's a gloomy day. You got to go check in on your Jets fans today, boys. You got to go. You got to go make sure they're not on the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh man, <laughs> three plays. You got three snap. plays. Snap. And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so exciting leading up to it. It was all there for the taking, and then. It's a sad, sad situation. Snaps it, and it's now we're looking at Zach Wilson as the starter. Yes, sir. I'm I'm looking at my Twitter feed. People are talking about Carson Wentz. Yeah. Moose, our friend, Mark Melusis, just text that said or tweeted that Matt Ryan. They're gonna they're gonna go get Matt Ryan. I disagree, Moose. I don't think that's the answer. But welcome to Tuesday, an overreaction Tuesday officially of the NFL season. We got a lot planned. We'll get uh Chris on today. Hopefully that works. That connection. I talked to Bernie Frado this morning. He's sick to his oh. stomach that he couldn't oh. join us because he had Detroit plus the points. He said money line. He had the guy that scored a touchdown, he talked about the draft. I talked to him this morning. I said, Bernie, this would have been perfect had you just discovered the email that Matt sent you. Like Did we would have- it not go through? Like, what happened? Did we ever Does it? No. But I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that's why I, I hesitate to do a tweet that says who we're going to have because if there's technical difficulties and we uh, don't have them, then no, we look fine. like. Yeah, no, who cares? That's that, 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 that's typical. That's just media. Things that always go not perfectly. Media. Ask the Jet fan today. Things don't go as planned. We just will <laughs> not let this go. I was trying to transition it. 
<laughs> we're not transitioning. Right this is all we're talking about until we talk to Chris. This is it. This is 100%. This is the show at the moment on this. We have to talk about this. I mean, put the Jets out. what'd you make of the pregame ceremony? Like, what'd you make of Aaron Rodgers running out with the flag and the spotlight and the lights going off and the green lights everywhere? You know, I never really watched that stuff for the whole time that I was working in a book because we were taking bets. Right. So, like, I don't really watch a lot of that stuff like I, I i saw it i had i was on sports grid so i had it on without sound and i was like that looked awesome okay like let's play football you know who's yeah. getting the ball first what are we doing in game what are we doing you know, that I, I go back into that like work mode so what did you think of it i thought it was awesome i thought it was for 9-11 it was Incredible. I thought it was really a powerful moment. I thought the Jet fans went from, I mean, that was, I think, the peak of the night for them when Rogers came out. about the punt return for the touchdown and they no, won. I, I think it was still muted. We'll get to that in a little bit. I think it was still not what it would have been if Aaron Rodgers was on the field because it was, you know, the gift that everybody is putting out of the girl dancing at the party, having a good time and crying at the same time. That's exactly what jet fans were doing. I mean, they were jumping up and down, but they knew exactly what was about to happen when reality came in and reality struck that great. We're one and oh, now what? Because Aaron Rodgers is gone. I don't think Aaron Rodgers plays another snap in the NFL. Oh, where are you in his future? Too soon to say that. I I mean, I don't know. At it's 39 years back. old, this yeah. is an injury that is difficult for a 29-year-old to come back from. Did Kobe come back from this? At Kobe like 30, this, right? 31, right? I don't know how old he was, but this is this the same injury, right? You know, I mean, is he ever going to be the same? Probably not. Can he come back? Yes. If he wants to come back, I would think knowing him, he would want to come back. I saw AJ this morning on Pat say that he thinks he'll come back. AJ's still really tight with him, good friends with him. And, you know, when AJ says something, I tend to right. listen and respect it. Um, I don't know. We had Yanitsi on yesterday. He was so hyped up, ready to go, did the game. He texted me on the way home and said, I'm so happy, but I'm crying too at the right. same time. <laughs> right. Literally, that, yeah. that's, that's the girl that's, you said. Yeah, that's the yeah. girl dancing at the party, excited but crying at the same time. Kobe was 34 when he had a ruptured Achilles tendon. Okay. And he came – and basketball is more difficult than football. I mean, you put, more stress, you put more stress on your on your Achilles as a basketball player than you do as a football player. But when you saw it – I mean, I came out of class. Oh, and I couldn't believe it. Mm. Like, I, I was like, I don't want to laugh because someone got hurt and I feel really bad that somebody got hurt. Yeah. But I still want to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still want to go, are you kidding me? I mean, he does not even complete a pass. Not one pass completed as a no. jet for Aaron Rodgers. All that hype, all the, all of the excessive amounts of media coverage. Oh, Gone in a single play. You think it was excessive? No, because it was it was appropriate. I think it was a bit 
overblown given the age of him. Somebody tweeted out what I thought was pretty interesting. They said, you know, if Tom Brady didn't play till he was 45 and if Tom Brady didn't win three Super Bowls after the age of 35, we would be asking very serious questions about why a 39 year old quarterback was receiving the hype that he received. Oh, it's a, it's a fair point. I mean, Tom Brady has changed our perception of what is possible as a quarterback ages in the NFL. But we talked about it all season. I said it all pre all preseason, all summer, the offensive line was going to get Rogers killed. And on the third, on the fourth snap of the season, the offensive line gets Rogers out for the year. Just, just an unfortunate injury the way he got tackled. And I don't know. I'm just constantly thinking about what do you do next? Like, where do you go? I looked down in the super chat and big business just dropped in there with a, with a yellow comment. Uh, Jets bring back Flacco. And it's not nuts. It is super. It well, is no. nuts. Well, what that, are you talking no, no. about? The second. Why are you going to bring back another old guy? They have to. They have no choice. Look at their future. Look what? at the future market. Look at the futures market. Sure. It goes from sixteen to one to sixty. Well, who in the hell is going to bet them now? You need to go get the Jets money. Sixteen to sixty. Jets I go would make from, it a hundred. Get somebody <laughs> to bet it. Jets Not go from minus one starter. minus one thirty to make the playoffs to plus two fifteen after they win a divisional game in week one. He continued to say, just hand the ball off and don't caca yourself. This defense will keep you in any game. And we need to talk about Josh Allen being worse than Dak. Hold we'll on. Get to the Josh we'll, get Allen to, we'll get to Josh Allen. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. So, 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 so here's the question. Should the, Jets, should the Jets ride with Zach Wilson? You took him out of BYU very highly. Reason is he not? Well, he, I mean, he's on the team because they have a four-year contract invested in him. He's a first-round draft pick quarterback. That's why he's on the team. Uh, I mean, you can't cut him, or they would. I mean, they're calling around. All the reports are this morning that once they got the confirmation that Aaron Rodgers' season's over, they started calling around to veteran quarterbacks. They don't believe in Zach Wilson. So why should anybody else believe in Zach Wilson? Uh, so we're, we're, we're seriously considering Flacco. I think you have to consider everyone. I don't think Flacco is an option. Stop, stop saying Tom Brady, everybody. It's the dumbest conversation I've heard in a while. Please tell him. Tom Brady is not He's playing not for the Jets. Back. Just shut up, please. And stop talking about Tom Brady. He's not playing please. for the Jets. Even if he was still wanting to play, he wouldn't play for the Jets because of the Jets. But on top of that, Tom Brady is not interested in playing football anymore. Tom Brady has moved on. He's closed that. The Patriots are going to have a gigantic ceremony for him. Robert Kraft on Sunday stood up there and said he is waiving the five-year wait period oh. for the Patriots Hall of Fame. And on uh, 6-12, June 12, 2024, there will be an, a Hall of Fame induction ceremony at Gillette Stadium with tickets being sold for Tom Brady to go in. They're going to put 75, 80,000 people into a Hall of Fame ceremony for Tom Brady in June. Brady doesn't say yes to that. If there's any thought, he'd play football again in the NFL. So he's gone. They can okay. push that back. That's no big deal. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Tom Brady. They no, no, call no. With the money. I would love to see Tom Brady in a Jets uniform. Yeah, not happening. Please stop it. Emerson, Lazio Lazio Lazio. Emerson, I'm I, signing for this. 
Yeah. People in the chat, do you want to see Tom Brady play for the Jets? Yes or no? no? If you want to see, it's not happening. So, you know, I I, 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 I want to go data supermodel. It ain't happening. So, like, it's, it's, you can have all the wants you want in the world. You might get a title shot. It it, it ain't happening. Maybe a title shot, but not getting a, you know, (laughs) we're not dating them. Maybe not online either. That's true. I mean, please keep it. We got to get through football season first. True. Before we start that. You're right. Uh, I just think you have to at least see who is out there. So, Carson Wentz, yes. Colt McCoy, yes. Matt Ryan, I mean, please. Matt Ryan was so bad at the end of last year. My gosh. Just got to look at the game film. He was horrible. Matt Ryan was a walking interception. Um, I'd be curious to see if they'll kick the the tires. About Trubisky? Yes. And I think they'll kick the tires on Jameis Winston. Although, according to Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, he said this morning that. He talked to people close to the Jets or inside the Jets. They're not interested in trading for anybody. They want to sign somebody. They don't oh. want to give up. They don't want to okay. give up draft capital or anything about that. Oh, okay. That's 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 very nice of them. That's they they. So your options are okay. Guys who aren't playing, right? Guys on the street. You're not going to go make a trade for a third round, fourth round pick or whatever. They're not going to give up anything for a quarterback, which is odd to me given what you have invested in this season, but they may feel like, look, we went all in because Rogers was 39. We have a longer window. If we aren't going to wait, if we don't, if we're not playing for right now, why give up draft capital that we'll need to build the roster? Oh my goodness. You want to win? I, if I'm a, if I'm a jet fan, I just spent <laughs> all off season in the daydream world of winning a championship and playing in Vegas. So yes, I want to win. Oh God. The guys, <laughs> the guys in the chat. Great to see all of you. Uh, Jay Buck just dropped in a hello, sir. We appreciate you as well. Ryan Fitzmagic, big Ben, Colin big ben. Kaepernick, Colin bring Kaepernick. Peyton back. Cam <laughs> Newton is Cam Newton better than Zach Wilson. I don't want to hear Tom Brady's name ever again. Me and you both. Wow. Cam yeah. Newton. Oh, Colt McCoy, of course, mentioned yes. Kirk Cousins. Well, that's the question, right? There's that rumor has, but that got shut down by the trade situation. So the reason why Kirk Cousins' name is relevant in this is because they didn't re-sign him. They didn't give him a new deal. His deal is up at the end of this year. So there's a big thought that the Vikings are moving on from Kirk Cousins after this season. So maybe the Vikings would be willing to trade him. So you could trade and they would want to tank for Caleb Williams. So, because the Vikings look like they're going to be pretty bad. I mean, they, they lost week one. Uh, they they like Justin Jefferson, obviously, but they can tell Justin, look, sit down. We're going to go get you a you know a Caleb Williams type quarterback and you're going to be good. I don't get it, man. I don't know. I NFL GMs, that stuff's always way above my pay grade. I love to listen to the banter back and forth. Never want to speculate that right. I know what they are doing or who they're calling. Um, but I know that if I'm the Jets, we got one yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was against Buffalo, who's mm-hmm. the odds on favorite to win a division. Mm-hmm. We got a pretty damn good defense. Mm-hmm. We have enough. We had a couple great runs by Brees Hall. Um, but yes. it looks like we'll be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's figure this out for real. If we're going to keep, let's 
I play fortunate. I you gotta go. I mean this seriously. I would play Zach Wilson. And I, don't I would, think you have an option. It, that's Zach Wilson playing is better than going and getting Joe Flacco. Yeah. I I think Zach Wilson is a guy that you have to find a way to limit the mistakes. I I just say you have to limit the mistakes. You have to limit what you're doing. Because even the pick last night that he threw, it was it was interesting to see they were almost like, te- I feel like they were testing the waters. Like, all right, let's see what can happen. And then they got burned. Like they, they put their fingers into the fire and went, ah, we can't do that anymore. And so they went back to the running attack and they were very one dimensional and they were very boring and they just played defense. And that I think is a recipe for success against certain rosters. The problem is against a team like the 49ers whose defense can match you, you're in trouble because you're going to lose game 17 to three. Like your defense is going to give up 14 to 17 points per game. But if your offense can't do anything, if you can't run the ball, if that's your whole offense is running the football, there could be a big problem for you. Right. So that that's my, my take with it is I play Zach Wilson. I see what I have. I just know that there's going to be limitations to how far I can actually go. 100%. But so if you don't have a better option, I think that is the option. Well, is Zach Wilson a better option than a veteran? Have to if you're going to bring a veteran, you have to have a veteran who can throw the ball well and get out of the way when people come after him. Because it looks like, after watching the entire game, the Jets' offensive line may make playing quarterback tough a little bit risky. <laughs> tough. <laughs> Look, he was the second pick in the draft. I mean, don't you have to let that the kid at least make it okay? The people have taken. Picks in a draft top 10 and been complete bust. Where you got picked doesn't matter. You saw the kid return the punt. He didn't get picked. You know, if you can play, you can play. Just because you got picked early doesn't mean you should get more chances, but they do. Well, they should because the contract. Better. I mean, he's got a four-year contract on the guy. Like, it's going to rip f- it up. You can't. And acknowledge you made a mistake. But they didn't. If they were going to do that, the, the acknowledgement of the mistake was bringing in Aaron Rodgers. That was the acknowledgement. Well, that now is off the table because he can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> can't walk. What do you think when he got, when, did you see the shot of him coming out in the boot? When he, when he came out and got on the, you got on the, on the actual cart. I was like, that's it. He's done. Like, oh, he flipped the ball when he was on the ground. He flipped the ball yeah. with that look like I'm done. And I, he as knew. soon as I saw it, I saw the replay and I was on with Ranieri and, and Taylor. I was like, oh, he's done. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, no, that looked bad. That's a painful injury. I've heard. He didn't even show one sign of emotion in his face. Like he was wincing in pain. Nothing. He was just like, Uh-oh. oh, I'm done. It's amazing. Really is. All right. Let's get to him. Did you hear? Live from the South Point. Is he let's bring in work? our guy. There he is. Chris Andrews. Hold on one second. Let me get everything. Put him in the big box. There he's in the big box and we're good to go. 
Mr. Andrews, how are you? Welcome back to BVB. How are things at the South Point this morning? Oh, busy this morning. We had a lot of movement, and uh, particularly in the colleges, but also a lot of pro totals getting the yeah. boards getting rattled there too. So uh, you know, busy this morning. You know, everybody's talking about the Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, you know, what kind of an adjustment do you make? Um, you know, so yeah, it's Chris, been it's been real busy. Is there a standard answer for that? Because I've been asked that all morning too. And I'm like, guys, everyone does it different. How much is somebody worth? It's only worth how much their backup is worth. It depends on what team. How the hell do you answer that question, Christopher? Well, that's funny because I was working with William Hill. Uh, I, I went back to Cal Neva briefly to help him through the transition when William Hill bought them. And, you know, these <laughs> don't get me started on these European guys, you know, but anyway, they, they want an algorithm. You can say whatever you want. Well, good. Thanks. Uh, but, uh, you know, they said, well, what's a backup quarterback worth? I, and this was, you know, like, I don't know, 2012, I guess, something like that. Okay. So I says, well, let me give, let me give you two examples. Tom Brady, the, the two best quarterbacks of the recent history, unquestionably, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Tom Brady goes out. And the first game, and what happens to the Patriots? They go eleven and five. They miss the playoffs by a tiebreaker. They had a very good season. Yeah. Peyton Manning goes out. They went two and fourteen. They were the worst team in the league. So you tell me how that adds up. You know, I mean, there's just so many other variables. Um, you know, of course, you know Matt Castle was. I mean, listen, he was he was just an, a mediocre journeyman quarterback. But yeah, but but they had uh, Belichick as a coach and a very good, you know, system, uh, you know. And then for uh, for the Colts, I remember I think it was was a Tom Moore, the name of the uh, uh, offensive coordinator yeah. at the time. Yep. He says, "Listen, if eighteen goes out, we suck. We don't practice, <laughs> suck. So we're just stuck with what we got, you know." Yeah. So I mean, and like I said, you're going to come up with a formula with that. You just can't. And uh, you know, let's say. <laughs> Well, I don't want to knock Kenny Pickett too much, you know, but he, he certainly didn't look good. But if he goes out and you get bring in Trubisky, another guy who was like a number two overall draft choice. And he, again, he's serviceable. He's okay. Uh, now Mahomes goes up. I can't, you know, I always liked Henny as a backup, but he's retired now. Yeah. I can't, I can't think of who their backup is. I don't know who it is either. But it's going to be a big drop off. It's going to be a big drop off. So you, you just can't come up with a number you know every situation is just so much different chris i got into a little bit of an argument shocker uh, on on x twitter whatever we're calling it now last night because i said refunding of bets for injuries is stupid yes what is your take what is your opinion on the quick reaction of if you bet aaron Rodgers, we're refunding everything right away because unfortunately he went out in the first two minutes of the game well, I could I saw your tweet last night and I couldn't agree more. I thought it was perfect. And I know, you know, Dave and I have had this discussion before over the years. You make a bet, you made a bet. You know, what could I tell you? You know, sometimes the breaks go your way, sometimes they don't. You know, and even I saw a poll this morning, and I, I don't I don't know if you retweeted it, but some, it might have been Darren Ravel yeah. uh said, you know, even he Ask the public, are you for injury refunds or not? And even the public, 67% said no, no. I mean, listen, yeah. in this business, it is a business of honor. And, uh, you know, you just have to, uh, 
except that's the way it goes. You know, you win, you expect to get paid. You lose, you expect to pay. That's just the way it goes. And the breaks go both ways. And, you know, it's a bad break if you had Rodgers maybe as an MVP or uh, to lead the league in passing or, you know, I guess it wasn't so bad if you had the Jets last night. That worked out (laughs) in your favor. But, you know, regardless, I mean, that's that's just the way this business works. And and to to screw it up at this point, and I know some of these places like the – you know, the Fandals, the DraftKings of the yeah. world, and some of these European guys want to do all that stuff. It's it's detrimental. And overall, it's going to have a negative effect on our business. It's it's a slippery slope in determining where to go. Right. What, which one do you do? Which one don't you do? Which team? Which, which player? How, what bets do you refund the futures to? It's too much. You make a bet, you make a bet. We grade it. When you win, you get the money. Dave, how about on the kick return? There was a, a, an obvious tripping last night. You know, oh. I mean, so you get your money back if you had Buffalo because right. they tripped the guy. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, we saw it in the replay. Uh, I mean, I got to admit, I didn't catch it on the uh, on the return when it no. happened. I was, I needed the Jets pretty good, <laughs> so I was uh, very happy with it. You know, <laughs> so, but like, well, uh, but afterwards, I mean, you know, that's just uh, that's just what happened. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? So Dallas was two and a half or three before the game, you wake up this morning and you go, well, obviously they're not that. And I did a show already this morning and I was asked, well, you know, what do you, how do you adjust that? I said, you find that jets number where somebody is actually going to give you money, whether it's a rhombus, a parallelogram, a bad guy, whomever, we got to find that number, right? This is one of those ones where you're sitting in a room and, you know, with the guy next to you or the girl next to you now saying, get to the number. How do we get to the number with this game now with them coming off of Monday night and going to Dallas who look like world beaters yeah. on Sunday night? Well, Dave, I was listening a little bit to your last segment, uh, you know, and, and you talked about the biggest problem. And is, this is before the Rodgers injury with Rodgers, even in the lineup, we knew the offensive line for the Jets was bad now you're facing dallas who um well i'll tell you what (laughs) they can rush a quarterback as good as anybody in the league Mm -hmm. uh i i thought this number should be 10 uh i I saw it kind of settle in at nine and a half so i am at nine and a half with the uh you know with with the market with the adjustment i kind of think it should be higher but i gotta say you know, I'm kind of rooting for this kid, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that, it, it, you know, listen, it, it was a horrible choice, number two overall. <laughs> I mean, there's no question about that. But I, I read where, you know, Rogers really tried to help this kid an awful lot. You know, the team, I don't know if they responded to him, but that defense is great. I mean, that, that's another variable in the equation. Uh, the Jets defense is probably as good as anybody's in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that might keep the score down and keep them in the game. Uh, so I, I guess, you know, like I said, I, this morning when I looked at it, I preferred 10, I settled on nine and a half just to be within the market. I mean, see some eight and a halves out there, uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, I, I think nine and a half is an okay number. I, I don't feel like uh, arguing over, you know, one little half point. Cause I don't know. It's totally ambiguous. You know, the team, I, I'm not sure if they responded to Wilson, but that defense was lights out last night, you know, and, and, and I think they knew that it, the burden was on their back. You know, Dave, I don't know if you remember, you know, you, you were a little young, 
Well, I don't even know if you were born yet. Jesus. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> I was born in 70. Okay. Well, you were four at the time when, <laughs> All right. uh, when Bradshaw went out for the Steelers. And uh, I, Joe I Gilliam. Well, no, no. We, it was Mike Krusek. Uh, came in oh. and the Steelers, I, I, I forget, I think they still hold the record for the number of shutouts. Um, you know, it was on, you know, Green and Lambert and Ham and yeah. you know, Mike Wagner and Mel Blunt, all those guys. They knew they, they, they couldn't give up anything. And they had a bunch of shutouts. They didn't allow a touchdown. And I remember when they finally allowed a touchdown after X amount of games, I can't remember who, it, it was either Mike Wagner or Glenn Edwards slipped. And the guy got loose in the, and the, and I think for the Oilers scored a touchdown oh. and they're all, I mean, they went like six, seven games without allowing a touchdown. No, they weren't all shutouts, obviously, right, but, right, right. but you know, they didn't allow a touchdown. That was a, you know, and I know we talk about the 85 bears and rightfully so, but I still think that that one Steeler defense was probably the best I'd ever seen. Huh? Week one to week two. Oftentimes teams say their biggest adjustments, their biggest changes happen when they look bad in week one, they can look much different in week two from a bookmaker perspective. How do you handle that? Do you let the public just bet you pros bet you? How do you handle week one to week two? Well, it's a a great overreaction time. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, People overreact to everything uh, that they saw last week. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a trend guy at all. I don't like that. You know, and I always say that games are decided on the field, but the prices are decided by the public and the bookmakers and the odd maker, odds makers. We have two situations. The one trend that I do look at is teams go from a home dog to a road favorite. And we have two of those situations this week. Uh, the Colts were a home dog and they look pretty good. And I, I admit that. Uh, but now they go on the road at Houston. They're, they're a road favorite. Same with uh, Cleveland was a, a home dog. And they go on the road to Pittsburgh, who looked horrible. Looked as you know, if it weren't for that the Giants, yeah, awesome. if it weren't for the Giants, they they looked like the worst team in the NFL. Uh, and but that team went from uh, a, a home dog to a road favorite. And like I said, games are decided on the field, but prices are decided elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think you get both those home dogs. I I kind of like both of them. Uh, you know, just because of that situation, it hits at a pretty good clip. It's not, nothing's a hundred percent, but it hits a, at a pretty good clip over the years. But uh, right. to get to your point, mm-hmm. it looked like overreactions to me, but there's a, there's a bunch of overreactions. In right. There. I kind of like this week. Cause I think, you know, the public overreacts and yes. we usually wind up doing pretty good. So the book is open despite the fact that like, you know, Colorado. Yeah. One against Nebraska. Everything's right. still operational. San Francisco yeah. won to beat the Steelers. But it's rivalry week in Pittsburgh. The Browns yeah. are road favorites to the Steelers, Christopher. Like this, this is this real? Am I looking at this? They're up to two. You got them at two. There's other books yeah. put two and a half. Yeah. Matt likes to, to ask me these questions, and I'm just gonna ask you because sometimes he doesn't believe me. Is that game getting to three? Well, I'm look. Let me look. Uh, um, the ticket count right now is about four or five to one in favor of the Browns. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Monday night game. Yeah, you know, it's called yeah. the get even or get even worse game. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> that on a T-shirt. That's a good line. Get even or get yeah. even worse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. yeah the, the late game. That's that's what it is. Um, 
So I think we're going to get a lot of play. Let's see how the public does on, on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you know, and again, I don't know what this, uh, if they're winning, they're going to press. If they're losing, they're going to press, you know? So, right. uh, I, yeah, I think there's a chance that the game does get the three. It's interesting. I, I think there's a chance. Chris, you mentioned that there's been some movement with college. How are you guys, what are you guys seeing from an Alabama standpoint? They're over 30 point favorites on the road against South Florida coming up this weekend. They got their first loss. Texas went in there to Tuscaloosa yeah. and beat them up. What's been the reaction at your book for the Crimson Tide? Hasn't been a big reaction yet, but just talking to a lot of people. And before the season, I even said, uh, I, I think Ohio State and Alabama are going to be slightly off this year. And I think, you know, so far that seems to be true. Uh, you know, Bama, we knew was going to have some problems at quarterback. Um, and I think, again, that, that seemed to be true. Uh, I guess we could say the same about Ohio State. Um Ohio State, their first couple of games, they haven't even scored the point spread. And that's always a that's a danger sign. That's a team that's way overrated. So you have situations this week where they're both kind of big favorites. Uh, Alabama, I haven't seen much moving on that game yet. Do you have a game number right there? Let me look up and see what we got on it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, let's see. Bama is 145-146. You got 32. Yeah. Um, I really have nothing on the game right now. I mean, a lot of the little stuff on Alabama, uh, but that's not a surprise. That, that's kind of, you know, in the number every week. I, I think that number's about right. You know, um, I think they may may have found a team that could take a, some of their frustrations out on. But, uh, you know, that's, that's um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I would definitely have my questions about Alabama. 191-192, Chrissy. We know this game very well. The backyard brawl. <laughs> Pitt is playing West Virginia in West Virginia. Pitt off of a shit performance mm. uh, against yeah. Cincinnati. Right. And you know back home how much this game means to the people. Oh, my God. The yeah. betting amount stuff happens all over. This is a big game. This line flipped. What's going on with this football game? I, you know, I made the number pit one, so I have no beef with the number. I, I think that's good. But, you know, Dave, I've been to, uh, I've, I've gone to West Virginia one, one year. Um, when and I'm trying to think, uh, Kaz Mizlinski, was that the, again, wow. you weren't born yet. Wow. Uh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> went, down, went down in that game and he got into a fight. Oh. It was the pit. Uh, I think it was the whatever they call the president or the, you know, the proctor or whatever it is. Right. He, he got into a fight on the football oh, field. God. I mean, it was crazy. I remember going to a basketball game uh, down in West Virginia and, uh, you know, there was, uh, there was, it was crazy. I remember the pit fans were throwing the popcorn on the, on the oh. court and all that. Uh, so yeah, this is a bad robber. A quick little story. Whoops. There goes my phone. Uh-oh. My, my cousin. Hey up. My cousin was having dinner like in some fancy restaurant in New York. And if you're, you know, a lot of times everything's real tight, you know, because yeah. it's, you know, anyway, sitting right next to him is Bob Huggins. Oh. And oh. Uh, anyway, has dinner. And on the way out, he says, hey, hey coach, I, I, I want to tell you, you know, nice seeing you. I hope you're feeling this is after he had the heart attack. Huh? Nice seeing you. I hope you're feeling well. I, I got to tell you, I think you're a terrific coach. But when you're a player, 
I didn't like you very much. <laughs> and Huggins looks at him right away and goes, you're from Pitt, right? <laughs> says, yeah, that's exactly right. Because we didn't like Huggins when he was, uh, when he was back there. He was, uh, he was a pretty tough guy. But that rivalry goes back. And I, I, I'm glad to see they played Penn State again this year and they played Pitt again this year. You know, I, th- those rivalries are so, so important to college yes. football and really what separates college from the pros. You know? Yeah, it's, it's a shame losing a bunch of them. Yeah. No ranked teams are playing this week, Chris. This is one of the earliest in recent memory that we have mm. it. We've seen a week without a ranked versus ranked game. What is what are you guys seeing right now from an action standpoint? What's the game of the weekend so far? Oh man, I gotta tell you, most betters don't care about that. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm seeing right now. I, I mean, I'm going through my list, and even as we're talking, I see a lot of moves happening. Um you know, games like you'd never expect, you know, I'm looking at Iowa state and Ohio. Yeah. Uh, you know, Who think they're uh, playing the dog in that game, huh? Well, they're just coming back on a favorite. Now I opened okay. the game three, they took the three, but now it's coming back to three. Okay. You know, I'm looking at like uh Rutgers, Virginia tech. Of course, there's oh. a quarterback injury for Virginia tech, you know, Northwestern and Duke, the, uh, the GPA bowl. I mean, a lot of money on that. Um, you know, I mean, so up and down the lineup now come Saturday, you know, your, your ordinary fan may, may stay home for some of these. Cause there really is not that many good games out there, but I can tell you early in the week. And that's when the, you know, the serious betters are kind of rattling the board. You know, they've been rattling it pretty good this morning. I said, we've, like I said, we've been really busy this morning. We've had a lot of action. So last you know, one for we'll me, see. sir. Before yep. uh, before we let you get back to actually working, because you know you keep telling me I got to get a real job. You still have a real job. Yeah. is that what you're, you're not calling this a real job? Right? This is a real job, okay. Christopher. Right. We're okay. calling it what All we right. can. Please, my okay. wife watches the show. She's going to tell me. She, right. You know, if Chris said it, you got to start doing something. <laughs> Don't worry, um, I tease Michael Gone sometimes too. He says, you know, I'll have lunch with him or something. He's like, All right, you better get back to work. And I'll say, Work really? Is that what we're calling it? Oh, I know I'm employed, <laughs> but uh, you know, listen, as long as Michael's writing the checks, you'd call it whatever Michael wants to call it. That's oh, yeah. It. So, so far, up. all the checks have cleared, I got to tell you. So, yeah. Tuesday, we got a big weekend, right? We're following up with all the football and everything. And then you walk into work on Tuesday. You see these line moves and everything, and there's no games except baseball. Yeah. Tell people what the handle is like on baseball, because Matt is smoking hot on baseball now. He has all the data. He's rolling right now, picking games Good. and sides and totals. He's rolling. And people want to stop betting baseball in September and want to bet the football. It's true. There's nobody betting baseball in September in a book, is there? I'm looking at the Giants Guardians game. I mean, I got I got ten thousand on each side. You know, it's what? What? eleven o'clock about. in the morning. You know, so okay. I mean, you know, they're still rattling the board pretty good. You know, so I mean, uh, you know, usually I try to put out you know today's baseball from the South Point. You know, because we run a dime line. I think we got the best line. In you know, the, the tightest straddles. Yeah, in the world, even you know, Pinnacle doesn't have better numbers than we do. You know, so. Uh, our baseball business is probably when you add it up at the end of the year, and there's a couple of reasons for it. Number one, we do use a tight straddle. The other reason too, we, we have, we have parking right by the book. Depends. You know, I mean, now sometimes the parking lot's full. There's nothing I can do about that. Right, That's right. the way our business is. But, you know, if you could, you could park, you can run in, make your bet, run out. I mean, at the end of the year, it, it's, and I can't give you the exact numbers, but it's, it's when we ran it for the last time, which was a couple of years ago, uh, it's 
it's remarkable how close it is to the the football season. You know, when you look at the numbers, because you got to remember, it's every day, every day, every day. You know, starts late March, ends now in November. You know, so you add everything together between the you know the the daily uh, you know, just just the number, the first five innings. We put in uh, team totals. We got uh, will they score in the first inning? Which guys love that bet. Um, you know, so I mean, we, we get we do a lot of baseball business. And Dave, you know, you've been around. I mean, you're using a dime line. Your percent, your win percentage is going to be very slight. Right. You know, but it creates a lot of traffic, brings guys in. And, you know, um, you know, overall, I mean, we went a little bit at the end of the year. It's not, uh, you know, it's not fantastic, but the handle's monstrous. Probably, you know, percentage-wise, probably better than almost anybody in town, I would say. Very cool. Uh, last one. What do you think the closing number will be for Thursday night with the Vikings on the road at the Eagles? It seems like that's going to be six and a half, seven and a half, kind of ping-ponging through the week. Yeah. Was it close that in your mind on Thursday? Well, I opened the game eight, and I, I didn't have a strong opinion on the game, but I, I, I thought eight was a better number. They, they bet me. They took the eight. They took the seven and a half. Uh, I have a feeling we'll get back to seven and a half uh, somewhere uh, by Thursday. Well, you know, we don't we don't juice numbers. You know, everything we keep at eleven to ten. You know, uh, I have a feeling we'll get back to seven and a half on that game. But I got to tell you, the Eagles won. They covered. They they didn't look all that great. I got to tell you. But uh, you know, the Vikings didn't look so hot either. We all know it. Yeah, I mean, they lost last year. We know that they had a, a negative uh, point differential, even though they had like I think what thirteen wins or whatever yep. it was. Yeah, so I think people were looking for the Vikings to fall a little flat on their face. Let me just say that is a trend that that holds up most of the time, but most of the time is not all the time. So I'd be careful with that. Um, you know, I think the the Vikings will drop back a little bit, but that division is not all that tough. Certainly at this point, you know, we, everybody's looking at Detroit and they won, they won a big game. They don't look all that great either. You know, the bears don't look so good. And you know, the jury's still out on the Packers so far, so good, but the jury's still out. Hey, listen, hmm. there's a lot of people texting me about the, the, the other stuff with the studio and other stuff. Yeah. Follow you on Twitter Go by, say hi to Chris. I don't want to get involved in that, but there's a no, lot going yet, on. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about that. I, I, I have an addendum. I, I had no more questions, but now oh. I have one. Okay. Patriots, Steelers, both 0-1, Chris. Yeah. It's okay to say it. Who's going to have more wins? Oh, boy. Well, that's a tough one. I, but, you know, Dave, I hate saying this, but I think the Patriots. I I, you're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I would agree. No, let, let me, let, I would agree. Let me, let me, let me tell you why. I really, and I, I've been saying this since they signed them. I think Bill O'Brien is really going to help Mac Jones. Oh my God. O'Brien's a terrific coach. And, uh, you know, he was a horrible general manager, but he was a really good coach. Oh. And uh, I, I think, I, I think he's really gonna gonna help mac jones uh, i'm sorry dave okay. you're welcome That's back right. so whatever you want yeah. open invitation whatever you want to come yeah. back chris Love thank you, you. Thank i know you i was gonna piss one of you guys off but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry dave i had to go best. you're the Love best we'll talk to you soon. that's chris Anders right. of the south point joining us here on the bostonian versus the book great uh, to get him on the program Dewey was gonna oh. say that he's right he's smart man welcome on the show everyone damn it show Whenever he wants to come on this show, open invitation to this. Damn the reason why it's worth asking that question, by the way, is Josh Allen. What the four Josh turnovers Allen last night for Josh Allen? With this question, because the Patriots could win a game against the Bills. 
Patriots could wind up going three and three, four and two in the division. I'll tell you one thing. You want to talk about somebody who is an absolute 100% lay whatever the fuck you got to lay against is Zach Wilson against the Patriots. Bill Belichick literally is in that kid's dreams. He can't throw a pass when Belichick's defense is on the field. He is literally peeing himself consistently. Look at his numbers against a Belichick coach defense. He is awful. And don't play I this mean, week. Stay focused. I mean awful. We're talking about Patriots versus Jets. I'm just telling you, four and two, the Pats going two and zero oh against the Jets is back on the table. It's on the table now. The Patriots are going two and zero oh against the Jets. They split with the others. They go four and two in the division, and that's how they wind up with more wins than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Damn it! It's a good argument. You. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! And Josh Allen, I mean, look, I'm not ready Four to turnovers. jump. I'm not jumping on this bandwagon at the moment. But there are a lot of people who are giving themselves pats on the back. I bet interception last night. I thought he'd throw a pick. I think he'd throw three and have a fumble. But a lot of people are calling this the Josh regression year. That this is when he starts to go bad. Because all the mistakes, he threw 14 picks last year. He has been a walking turnover that the defenses now have exactly what they need to do to create situations to force those turnovers. And it's hard to argue after game one with four turnovers for Josh Allen. I mean, look at this. I mean, the, the, uh, you're right. This is, this is your right. I'm sitting there thinking and I'm like, I can't even. Always try to present both sides of the argument and discussion. And what what do we do? Like I mean, how about Jordan Whitehead last night? He had a contract clause for three picks all year to get a quarter of a million dollars. He got three in one game, the first paid. game. No wonder why he was so excited with that third one. <laughs> the first made game. A quarter I just won a house <laughs> in one pick. game. Yeah, we're good. Call the wife, say we're paying the mortgage off. Done. Right. See ya. Oh man, that's uh, ay, ay, ay. it's unbelievable. Know. But you have to look at this and go, okay, Josh Allen, you have a very difficult schedule. You can't throw the ball. He threw two picks in the end zone or the by the end zone. Well, the one was like a punt, um, but the other one, yeah, you can't you can't throw in a double covers consistently. Don't you feel like I when I watch him play, I always feel like. They should be leading by more. That like their right. games yep. are always like they keep the other team in a game because they turn a ball over too much. What is that graphic? What is, is the that, AFC is East wide, wide open? open? At least you I mean, put the Pats at the back. Like Dolphins are one or no, Jets are one or no, Patriots are zero and one, Bills are zero and one. I think this division is wide open. I think any of the four teams can win the division. Which is kind of what we said when we did the team previews. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go back and look, I think we had every season, every, it was hard to come up with a win total that was under in this division. I said it was the Jets. Um, Me too. You said Patriots too, though. Well, I'm rooting for the Patriots under, but now, (laughs) now it's like, you know, they actually can do this because if, if they win, had them two and four in the division. They can go three and three now, which would yeah. push them to eight, nine wins. I don't know what's it going to take to win this division now. I mean, 10, 
I think it always took 10. It might yeah. take 11. Oh, I don't know. It I mean, they could, someone, one of these teams is going to have to separate itself. They could beat up on each other, though. Yeah. I mean, it could be just, a you know, all the teams could wind up going three and three, just crushing on beating up on each other. It's possible. I mean, look, the Dolphins, if you talk about who looks the best, the Dolphins look the best. But there's two big questions with the Dolphins. Obviously, their defense gave up 34 points. Okay. <laughs> right. it's, a, it's, it's a big question. And the second is Tua is one snap away from being done. Well, I mean, you would have about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was one snap away, and he's done. Yeah, so Tua is the same deal. Tua is playing behind an okay offensive line, but everyone's saying the jujitsu, him learning how to fall, and the helmet padding. He gets hit in the head, helmet to helmet, running the football. Forget it. I'm not saying anyone's going to take a shot at him, but if he's running the ball, if he's scrambling, he's a runner, he's free game. One big hit, and that could be it for Tua. So I don't trust the Dolphins at all. I don't care what he did in week one. How about the hits that Josh Allen takes? It's only one week. But he took hits last night. He's a big dude. He is. much, But he runs upright. He does. He likes contact. He he looks I understand. But what is their backup situation? He's turning the ball over. I don't know. Like, this, it's crazy. It, It is. I still like Miami. I liked Miami before all this. I like Miami now, but they didn't stop anybody on Sunday. The Chargers went up and down the field, and the Chargers didn't give them the game. Miami won the game, but it's not that style of game. It's not going to work uh, against the Jets. It's not going to work, I don't think, against the Bills. Mm. It's going to be very interesting to see how it all plays out. I I, I can't wait to see because the well, Patriots the and the Jets, right now we just Patriots to... and Jets are going to play the same way now. Okay, Patriots and Jets both have li- have issues with the quarterback. They both have a running game that they really like. Ramondre Stevenson did not have a big game against the Eagles, but I think he gets going here in week number two. Zeke Elliott, I think, is going to be more of a red zone threat as the year progresses. They tried to give him the ball in different spaces, and I don't really know how they're going to use him, but it's going to be Stevenson and then some Zeke. It's going to be Hall and then some cook for the Jets. Those two teams are going to play like it's 1985 and they're going to run the ball and play defense. The the Bills, whose defense is still very, very good. But if their offense puts them into very difficult positions consistently with turnovers, I don't care how good the defense is. They're going to give up points. So that's a big concern. The Dolphins don't have a defense, but they can outscore everybody. I mean, you I feel can, like we just went back to 1985. That's the way the Dolphins played with Dan Marino. Let's score. Fair. We can't run the ball that great. Um, the Patriots played good defense and, you know, had had enough to to compete. Andre the Tippett. Bills oh. were the Bills. Oh, that team was awesome. That's I when it. I liked the Patriots. Andre Tippett was my favorite Patriot. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because I always looked at Lawrence Taylor as the guy, like Lawrence right. Taylor was it. And we had like the mini me version of Lawrence Taylor yes. and Andre Tippett. So I always oh. thought that like the Patriots had a guy, like they had a defensive end that could kill the quarterback. Like, let's go. It was great. It was great. Yeah. So we've kind of gone back there, you know, where the Jets were. I mean, the Jets were competitive back then too. Richard Todd and Freeman McNeil and all those guys. We'll ask the chat right now. We got We got triple digits in here watching the show. Live and again, thank you guys for being here, watching, subscribing, all the above. Who wins the AFC East today after week one? You've got the graphics right there, you've got the records right there. Who's your pick? Because I think it's drastic, not drastically different, but it's very 
different, noticeably different than it was a week ago when we asked this question. Because do you, if, if look look at here's the here's the question now. If you're going to bring that up, let me ask you this: If it's wide open, DraftKings, sorry, FanDuel has the numbers as such. The Bills are plus one forty five. Wait a minute. How's that? It's out of order. Wait, what? So somebody, the system's not working right now for the, because it's bills plus 145 dolphins plus 140. That should be flipped. The dolphins are the odds on favorite right now to win the division, but not by a lot by a nickel jets are plus 550 Patriots are plus 900. Any value in taking the Patriots nine to one. Uh, what the hell? Wait, hold on. Say that again. I got to look at that. Hold on. Sorry. If you Don't go to draft, if, if, if you go to FanDuel, FanDuel, they have the numbers wrong because they have the Dolphins at plus one forty and the Bills at plus one forty five in a spot where the Dolphins should be flipped. They should be the odds on favorite, but the numbers are out of order. Jets are plus five fifty. Patriots nine to one. Hmm. Why is my computer not working? I don't think the Patriots win the division. I I don't think that's, I I think you can, but the Jets at five to one or five and a half to one, it would be insane, but their defense could put them in positions to be in football games. Oh, they're changing it. uh, As we speak right now. Okay. Bills 45 dolphins, 40 jets, five fifty. Patriots nine. Right. It's backwards still. It's it's well, yeah, they're just, they're, they're, they're adjusting it as we okay. speak. Literally, the numbers just changed in front of my eyes. <laughs> um, so they won't move it over. They'll leave it like that. They will? Yeah. They'll leave it like that. I don't know. That's 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 a hard question. That's that's uh I'm getting blown up by Rob, uh Meadowlands Rob already with the picks. Uh, we'll get to it after the show. Said the picks are in roll. I don't know. We'll see. So, hmm. okay. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get it taken care of. We'll figure that out. Yep. Um, sorry. That was a distraction. Uh, trying to do the show. No worries. So kick returns are a problem. The NFL has kind of decided that the kickoff is not something that they really want. Historically low in week one, 20.5% kickoff return rate, which is, the desired result of a new rule that would make it not advantageous to return kickoffs. If we're doing this, and I think punt returns need to always be a part of it because the Jets just won a game on it, but would you be in favor of getting rid of it? No. I like the kickoffs. I'm with you. I also think it's tough because there's a lot of guys that make their career on special teams. 100%. And if you decide to say that special teams don't matter, we're we're taking out a lot of jobs. Like, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but Bill Belichick did a 10-minute amazing speech on the development and the overall, um, over the years, how a long snapper became a thing in the NFL. Like he went through the entire legacy of the position and how it became part of a team and how, cause it used to be not a specialty. It used to be something that everybody did. 
mean, quarterbacks were punters for a while and kickers were also punters for a while and long snappers were centers and you played multiple positions. And then it became more of a specialty where you became just the long snapper and you, that's all you did, but you were a long snapper. It's a pretty good job. You were a punter. That's all you were going to do. I'm not really in favor of getting rid of kickoffs. I think it's part of the game. I know injuries happen. They're trying to limit right. injuries. I get all that, but I think it's part of fumbles, onside kicks. Like I, I don't want to get rid of that. I, I don't want to just start at the 25 yard line every time. And that's where we start. Yeah. What's the alternative? There has, I mean, you can't just start. You just turn the ball over and start it. Where? Like what, what's the alternative? If there's no better alternative, I don't think we can get rid of it. Right. Like we got to come up with something better before we say eliminate. I don't think there is anything better because if you're talking possession, you have to put the, I love the fact that we put the ball, the defense puts the ball into play. Right. And there's no other way of doing that. Otherwise the offense puts the ball into play and we fundamentally change the way the game's being played. We're fundamentally changing how football from a possession standpoint, we're changing everything. Yeah. Like I, I, I understand what they're trying to do, but only 20%. The touchback rate was 77.6%. It's the highest since 2000, very likely a league record for the highest number of touchbacks. Now this is the rule change. Remember you can take a fair catch at the five yard line and the ball goes to the 25. Which I'm okay with. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Cause again, it, the defense is the one putting the ball into play. So as a kicker, I can determine, do I want to kick a squib kick? Do I want to kick onside kick? Do I want to kick it away? I mean, we saw the, the, the Broncos did it on the first kickoff of the year. They tried to, an onside kick right away, trying to steal a possession from the Bron from the Raiders. Right. And they wound up losing the game by one point, mostly off that possession. <laughs> so I like that. That's a little nuance of football that keeps it going the way I want it to keep going. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see a I don't see a better alternative. So I, I like it too. I don't think anything should be eliminated yet. I don't like the safety argument like this. The, when they use that, I don't think it's well the numbers are there. A, playing more games, they're playing less this, that, you know, like it's just it's it's they use that in the safety argument. And it, it, that's not valid to me. I I I mean they're running and hitting each other. Yes. And so now did you see the way, was it the USFL that the way they did kickoffs where everybody was standing still and something I, I that maybe lessened the collisions. I don't think there's anything, you know, if there's nothing better, why eliminate it? Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be very hard for football in the next couple of years as we're going to start to go through this conversation because we're going to start to really change the product and you got to be very careful with that because I mean look we went through about a decade where football became all about fancy football before we made PAPS when we made sports betting legal yeah. we changed every rule to make it more advantageous for offenses. You can't hit the quarterback high, you can't hit the quarterback low. You can't hit a receiver when he's up in the air. You can't do, you know, you can't cut anymore as an offensive lineman. We've tried to do all these different things. 
And what happened? There was like no scoring in week one. It was bizarre. We were all watching going like, where's the offense? And if they've made such incredible rule changes now that we don't have offense anymore because of these changes like this, where we don't get short fields, because part of the fun of a kickoff is that, okay, I can start at the 50 yard line. That makes it much right. easier to score yep. when I start from the 25 yard line. So if we're going to take out kickoffs and the potential for returns, if we're only going to run the ball, the ball back 20% of the time, you're completely eliminating the opportunity for a, a kick return touchdown or a kick return to the, to the red zone or something really special. And the kid that it had the kick return for the, the Gibson kid for the jets, he wouldn't be on the roster. Like right. they, put, they put him on the roster for that play. Now, punt returns aren't ever going to go away. I don't think that'll ever change. But kickoffs, I mean, that's a guy you want kickoff return guys to be able to be electric and do things with the ball in their hands. So I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not a very big fan of it personally. Um, just to give YouTube TV a attaboy, I guess, because they went through the whole day and I didn't see any big problems with the Sunday ticket. I thought we'd see a bunch. I think they did a pretty good job of marketing it, pushing it. People you got the You got the response, but going yes like well because i hate it i mean the 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 four box is a joke i mean it's it works okay first and foremost it has to work okay and it worked worked for most people it worked yep i don't like the fact that they give you pre-populated four boxes and it doesn't really make a lot of sense if you were putting it i felt like it was being put together by somebody who's not a football fan because the ravens browns and steelers all played at the same time there should be a way of watching all AFC North teams. If they're playing at the same time, yeah. I should be able to watch them all simultaneously. Right. And if you don't give me that option, I need an option to build what games are in the four box. I guess FUBU TV has that technology. I was told I, I've never mm-hmm. used FUBU TV, but the Sunday ticket on YouTube TV does not. Now they give you a litany of options and people who have never had the Sunday ticket before went, Oh, this is awesome. Look at my different games I can put on the screen. And they thought it was great. But for those of us who have had the Sunday ticket for a decade or so with DirecTV, we were frustrated because I could always watch. If there were eight games being played, I could watch them all on one screen. If there were nine, that was the one little hook where, okay, fine, I couldn't watch them all. But I watched, I could see eight of the nine. This is as I was seeing four of the nine. I wasn't seeing, (laughs) I really had to play around to try to find the games I had money on. And I, I had money on the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns. I wanted to watch all their games. I wanted to watch all their actions. Like, show me what's going on on one screen. Seems like a simple request. It seems like a logical request because if you're going to put group teams together, why wouldn't you group divisional games together? That just seems logical. So hopefully there's somebody that asks the right questions mm-hmm. and sees a response for it because it really does suck. It's the one thing that was the worst thing about it is the pre-populated four box. I don't want you to pick it for me. I want to pick what games I'm interested in not the other way around. So we'll see how that goes and how that develops. That's my only critique of the whole thing. Everything else was relatively fine. It's a little bit on the lag side, but that's can be expected. You know, it's YouTube TV. We'll see how many people keep it. You know, it was a trial one. It was a one week trial for week one. Everybody gets billed next week. We'll see how many people keep it. I don't know. We, we got to watch the games down at the, uh, down at the sports book at the Yahoo sports book um, at the Venetian. Still fun to me watching all the games in one place. I could do without the blasting of the audio, but uh, I don't know why sports books since the beginning of time, since I moved here, I would 
say, why is the volume so loud? Um, at least you can still control the volume. When you see the four box, do you pick the audio at least of the game? Yep. Yep. Okay, so you can pick which game and you can switch the audio. Yep. Of the four box on the screen. You can't. Right. You have to, if it's four games, you can choose which game has the audio. Yes. Okay, so that's that's a good thing. So, yeah, so it's close. It sounds like it's close. It's good to know. Um, it's okay. I mean, it, it worked. The best thing about it is that it was better than Amazon. Amazon's first run out of the gate, there was some real issues with with Amazon when it came out on that first Thursday. Wow. So this that was not the case. They were prepared. They got the crush down. They got it good. It worked. It didn't crash. Nothing wow. went down. It worked. So the bottom line is, you're now arguing about the way that it's working, not did it work? Yes or no? It worked. Did that you reason. guys? Did you guys like it watching the show? Put it in the chat. Yes or no? Did you like if you had YouTube TV? I just looked down. I saw Greg uh, Macaluso mm. said he agrees because also the four box was a little too small. I think if it was able to split and watch two games. They have that available. You can do that. Okay. Can they have two that. they have two boxes too. Yep. They they okay. have it's all again but it's pre-populated, but they do have pre-populated two boxes. But Wait, so you you can do two boxes but you can't pick which two games to pair? Correct. And for someone who likes to do what they want to do or like to do, that had to drive you crazy. That thus the argument and the rant on Twitter that got the bot involved. The YouTube <laughs> bot started coming at me saying, We were sorry. We have many populated four boxes for you to be able to watch, but we do not have the ability to change it. And I was like, Okay, thanks. Appreciate that. That sucks. <laughs> you should be able to change. Do the voice again. <laughs> no, just <laughs> that. That sucks. There's no ifs and buts about it. That, that oh, sucks that God. that was going down. So. Uh, 1,985 survivors were eliminated of the 9,267 entries in one week. Yes. It's a pretty good haircut, is it not? It is, but 31 of those people were eliminated because they didn't put the picks in. That's brutal. Then the, the herd thins itself pretty quickly in this thing. It's it going to do it again this week. This week is going to be tough. The picks are going to be spread all over. Mm. I think, though, overwhelming choice will be San Francisco. That's, you know, they're they're going to the Rams. They're the biggest spread. Do you want to save I would, them? I would agree with it. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know if you want to save them or not. I want to keep can't. going. Yeah, and they can't. The Rams can't beat the Niners. Is it the at Rams. San? It's at San Fran. No, it's at the Rams. Ooh, it's at the Rams. Mm, you picking I, the Giants at the Arizona? The line already went to five and a half. I told you I like that yesterday. I know that's so uh, you can pick that one. Yeah. Or I think the other option is is really Detroit, um, but you got to save Detroit for Thanksgiving. They're six point favorites against Seattle. Do do you do that? Otherwise, you got every game is three or less. That's it. It's that, I don't know what else you pick. So, good luck. We'll have we'll have options. When when you look at the board, what's your first choice? Right now, my first survivor choice would probably be the Bills over the Raiders. 
Okay. Right now. Looking yeah, that's the biggest spread, actually. Well, now do you pick Dallas? Dallas is playing at home against the Jets. Said we just talked to Chris, nine and uh-uh. a half. Uh-uh. I want to see more of the Jets before. It's the most important position, but I can't, I can't like until I see Wilson could be good. Who knows? Maybe Aaron Rodgers became maybe he's found his, you know, his job as a as a quarterback whisperer with Nathan Hackett with Nathaniel Hackett. Oh. I mean, he threw a pick last night, but I'm just saying, I want to see a little more. I want to see what Zach, before I start fading Zach Wilson like that or and burning the Cowboys, because the Cowboys definitely have easier games on their schedule to burn them for. I don't want to play around with that. That, that that's a, I don't want to get in front of a potential trade train that is like, all of a sudden here comes the jets with Zach Wilson. And you know, he's got no pressure now and he's just free. Bills, so, will, no. be the, Bills will be the most picked. Yeah, and they should be. They're home. Yeah, and they should be. And they lost. And they should be. It's a short week, but they're pissed off. They're the most picked on Yahoo so far. Yeah. There you go. They will be. I mean, it it, it makes sense that they'd be the most picked so far. So, right. A couple of basketball stories. The first on Wednesday, tomorrow, the NBA Board of Governors will vote to potentially levy a $1 million plus fine on teams for resting stars. They are trying very hard to get rid of load management in the NBA. (laughs) How are they going to do this? You a fan of this? How are they going to do it? How's this instituted? You're allowed to, you're allowed uh, there. Here's the rule. The rule passed teams may not rest more than one healthy player who has made an all-star all NBA team in the previous three seasons in any game and must play all their healthy stars during the games on national TV or the in-season tournament. That's great. What lawyer wrote that? <laughs> That's the rule. What the hell is that? The board of governors? Does that include the players' reps? Uh, no. That's just the people. That's the embassy owners. But they control it based upon the CBA. Oh, it's it's going to make things worse. At really? Now, oh, worse? yeah. Why would it make yes. it worse? Faking injuries, you mean? Oh, the players aren't going to play if they don't have to play. They're not going to. Yeah, so the they're going to find a, million, a team. And they'll find the player. They'll play. They will find you a million dollars. You're going to play. I'm hurt. You can hurt. No, you can't. That's that's. The I'm thing. hurt. Okay. You can say you're hurt, but if, they, if the team thinks you're not hurt and it leaks out that you're faking, that's bad. I'm not press. faking. My knee's killing me. I can't play tonight. <sighs> I could go ask the trainer. Trainer, is he hurt? Dave's hurt. Yeah, his knee's killing him. How do we prove it? We got to do an MRI. Do an MRI. When the MRI doesn't show nothing. This sounds like a fucking disaster. Million dollar plus fine. Million dollar. I don't know what it makes better or not, but they're definitely not going to allow teams to rest multiple stars. So, so you take turns now? This is all right. about the, the in 24, 25, that is when the TV revenue, the TV, TV contracts are up for the NBA. This is all about jacking up the, they want 23, 24 to be a highly watched year. There's they got more issues than worrying about the players and how they're going to do it. You remember that there was a song where the guy went, my neck, my yes. back, yeah. my neck. <laughs> 
every night it's going to be something else, right? My neck, my back, my ankle. I don't know exactly how you're declared eligible to play. If you're cleared by a trainer to play, can you say I'm not playing? And if you say I'm, I'm hurt, I don't care what the trainer says, who wins that conversation? Man, oh man, this is going to be again. Read you know the, what they need to do? If the rule passed, teams may not rest more than one healthy player, and it can only be a good player. So it has to make an all-star team or an all-NBA team in the previous season, three seasons. Three seasons. So old not guys one, can rest. Three. Yeah, old guys can rest yeah. and must play all their healthy stars during games on national TV or the in-season tournament. From a bookmaker oh perspective, doesn't that don't you like this? Doesn't it give you more consistency? I don't think it will. It, in theory, it sounds great. As a player, you want to play all the games. Like, right. I would think you'd want to play all the games, but they've been allowed to not play the games, and it's made for – when you talk to people who bet the NBA, they've been more unhappy to bet the NBA than they were before that. And right. people betting the NBA usually are not happy to begin with. So <laughs> – it didn't make it any better. I don't think this is going to make it clearer. I don't think this is going to make it better. I think you know what you know what would work? Play 60 games a year. Go play 60. If you tell them they're playing 60 and they got two back-to-backs the whole season, they'll play every game. They don't have to now. There's too many games. There's too many back-to-backs. So, you know, the players pushed back. But I don't, I, that, this sounds great in theory. Do you think this is going to work? I need to see, are they actually going to find a team a million dollars? This is not a small amount of money for one game. It's a million dollars. Are you, are you just going to hold the stick? Or are you going to swing it? What's the sound? Guys make $40 million a year to play in the NBA. Guys Correct. aren't even that good. This is the team, not a player. The team gets a million-dollar fine. I understand. They're paying people. What's the payroll and the average payroll for the NBA? $120 million? So a million-dollar fine is a lot? You um, could get fined 10 times during the, the average, season. The average NBA player makes $9.6 Okay, there's 12 guys on a team. Right. Uh, the pay, Warriors... Right? So last year, the Golden State Warriors payroll was $209 million. We're going to find them a million bucks. Number one salary. They can get fined 20 times. That's 10% of the salary. How much right. money are they making? It's a joke. It's a joke. That's an interesting point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoy basketball. Like, I like watching it when it's competitive. I booked it forever. And I did it. I, I literally, when I came back from West Virginia, nobody wanted to do it. Like, who's doing the NBA? And everybody crawled under their desk. I'll never forget it. I just landed. Like, it was the second day I was there. And everybody's like, we're breaking up the sports. Who's do, who's going to do the futures and this and that? Who wants the NBA? And literally, everybody did. If we were all standing on the line, they took two steps back. And I was like, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. So I got back into it. And now, this, yes, this would help. But I mean, this is the, the board of governors is going to rubber stamp this. This is this passed tomorrow. Sounds like it. Yeah. Oh, boy. It sounds like it's going to pass. The other basketball story is there is a new Las Vegas based 16 team tournament 
coming here. What the, what is this? The Big 12, the Big 10, and the Big East are in talks to have a new tournament based at T-Mobile Arena for teams that missed the big dance and didn't play in the NIT. So Whoa. they're all talking because they have so the this same is a CBI type thing. Like kind of. Yeah. Because they all have a deal with Fox. So it would be a made for TV bracket that would play in between the elite eight and the final four that week of all the bad teams. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, cause if you don't make dance and you don't make the NIT, it's it 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 spring semester starts like that. Like you, yeah. you're done. You're gonna tell them they're gonna go play in the tournament in Vegas. Yeah, multiple sources predict that it's more likely than not that this setup eventually happens. If it does, it would mark the first time in the history of college basketball that a television network explicitly organized a postseason tournament. The Messner reported in an effort to maximize its appeal, the two major parts of Fox's pitch are to build a third party name, image, and likeness element into the event. So players will be tempted to participate and hold it after the Elite Eight and before the Final Four. It would have it be competing with the end of the NIT, which, by the way, was played here in Las Vegas last year. Which I went to the finals with Chris, uh, actually, and Richie, and st- we had a great time. There was not even half the building was sold out. So that was the NIT final. Yeah. Um, does this, who is this appeal to other than the TV people? A free or well, not free, but a trip to Vegas is what it does. It gives fan bases. You got to pay when you're to school, right? This is going to cost you to come. No, 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 I doubt it. No, because this is part of the TV contract. Fox will be organizing this. So, so they, they won't they won't have the same situation. Okay, the reason why the CBI and the CIT is so crazy is because of the they have to put up bids to host and all that right. nonsense. This is all once is one building, one network, three conferences. 16 team tournament can be done in four days easy. Oh it's a made for TV event. It's a made that, hey, okay. You get a trip to Vegas, come on in, be a part of it, pull coaches away from the final four. Be here in Las Vegas, which is a, a big recruiting ground on the West Coast. You've got a lot of big East schools who come West, have a chance to showcase their product West on national TV. When everybody's jonesing for basketball because we just had the Elite Eight, now we're heading down to three more games left. So remember, we've all gone crazy with March Madness. It's all been bonkers, crazy games, games, games. We're down to four teams now, and we're going to give you a conference to, or a three-conference tournament Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday before we go to play for the Final Four. In that window, it may be appealing. Can you choose to not play it? Uh, DGen4TW just came in and asked, could you choose to not play it in the NIT like Carolina did? It's a good question. I don't know. I mean, my gut tells me you would not because it's only involving three conferences. So you're, you're going to play brand name schools. I mean, you're going to play the bottom of the Big 12, the bottom of the Big East, and the bottom of the Big 10, which is still, I mean, it's still name brand schools. After you lose, just say you go 18 games, say you go 5-13 and 13 in conference, you go to the conference tournament in Chicago for the Big Ten, and yep. you get whacked. Then you got to keep practicing and circle back to kids two weeks later and say, hey, guys, we're going to Vegas. 
Let's go. Rally the troops. We're going to keep practicing, extend that season, all that other stuff. Or do they just say, all right, yeah, we'll go to Vegas. We'll see you guys in 10 days. Take 10 days off. We'll practice a couple days before. We'll go out. We'll run it best we can. You know, I don't understand the incentive. Like, I'm just trying to take it from a coaching standpoint and as a kid standpoint. Like, how do we keep this? When the season ends, it ends. Like, everybody got to go do their own thing. Everybody goes their own way. You're, you're already working on recruiting. Um, This this extends all that for what? For made-for-TV tournament? Yep. A trip to Vegas? Yep. Which oh, yeah, I yeah. think can work. I mean, you know, one of the things they're talking about is the complications with players who opt to end their seasons and seek to transfer elsewhere. As CBS Sports reports, failing to make the NCAA tournament is prone to breeding roster turnover. There's a chance that some teams could still turn down this opportunity or short of that, send thinner rosters and or smaller coaching staffs because of that reason. As of now, talks are centering around just men's teams playing in this tournament. Oh, of course. <laughs> but maybe women's team at some point would would go and play in it. I mean, I think it's wild that they have it here, though. I mean, it's another thing. It's a permanent tournament at T-Mobile Arena where every year you would have the chance to go watch, you know, four, two, and one games. Keep getting asked if I ever want to leave Vegas. It, finally, everything is coming to Vegas. I like it. Like, this is great. There's some stuff here all the all time. The time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because we the to, stink is off. You can't do it anymore. No one's going to go. No, no one's going to be argue, be mad at you for doing it. Yeah, that's. I mean, they, they couldn't do it for. Do I? Makes you wonder how long they probably wanted to do it. For, yes, decades and decades and decades. Say it all the yes. time in the book. Like, do it here. Right. We got all these buildings, all these people, all these hotels. We'll get you in and out before this F1. The traffic wasn't even that bad. You know, we could get you around. I was we had so much fun the last two years going to these conference tournament basketball right. games. Yeah. I mean, we took the kids, they had a blast with Grand Canyon winning that game oh, and the band and how much Canyon fun was that was. They were so fun. It was awesome. I so from a selfish standpoint. It would be fun. I just don't know for the kids and the coaches and stuff. I don't know if it'd be fun. Today. Mm. Uh, this was a question from our super chat yesterday. You guys can do this during bonus time. If you hit the super chat and ask mm. us a question, we'll get to a topic. The Julio Rodriguez uh, over one and a half bases came in easily yesterday. Oh. Uh, second Mariner for a 30, 30 season. Yes. As he went off yesterday for the Mariners. However, they are out of the playoffs as of today. Yep. Any concern going into the of Seattle course. Mariners season right yes. now? Yes, big concern. Um, Rangers woke up a little bit. Well, and the the concern is because of the way they're losing the games. Like they they they're they're blowing games against teams that they should be beating in games they're winning and then not. So. I don't know. I, I I'm concerned. They make the playoffs though, right? I mean, right now they're out. I mean, right now the Blue Jays are in the playoffs. So Rays or the Orioles are in. The Rays are making it. The Blue Jays, I mean, it's Texas and Seattle fighting for that last spot with a half a game lead for the Blue Jays. You got three teams for two spots now in the American League. You can cross yeah. off the Red Sox, they're gone. So 
You it's mean the Red be, Sox are going to sweep the Yankees this week, and they'll. That's start fine. It doesn't matter though. They're they're four games. I mean, that, they're having a real tough time. I mean, a four game losing streak right now is death. Seattle's got to get it going. Yeah. Who was it? Was that Addison yesterday that that had that super chat with the? I believe so. Uh, yeah. Julio Rodriguez thing. I just want to recognize when we think of it. Um, each one of our moderators in the chat. Thank you very much, sir. It was a good. Uh, it was a good play. Hmm. I don't know the woo today. It's minus two twenty. <sighs> Lost well, four in a row and then give them two dollar favorites. Somebody's mm. watching. Somebody's watching the show. They're moving it right now. Mm. Moving it up. Seattle wins today. Oh, you two twenty, two hundred, two ten. Boy, oh boy. Wayne Wright's pitching, by the way, for St. Louis today. I know. Yeah. I just want to remind the people. Oh, you you got it during better to book it. Don't worry. I know. Brewers crushed the Marlins 12-0 yesterday. They come back as minus 160 favorites. They had won 7 of 10, the Marlins, but they got mm. beat up pretty bad today, yesterday. Back on Milwaukee today. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if your phone worked. I mean, I know the guy just had a baby daughter. And again, congratulations to our friend, Mr. C. But mm. I didn't get the Marlins are hot text yesterday. <laughs> Did you? We no. brought, I don't know. My no. phone's right here. I didn't. I didn't get it, Christopher. No. I, I don't. I don't have it. It didn't work. Um, just kidding, sir. Listen, this is. This is. These things are going to happen. There's going to be ups downs the rest of the way. There's going to be things. Peralta's pitching today. The price is justified. The total. The game's going. Is it going under? <sighs> didn't yesterday. <laughs> no. So I don't know. Bats Brewers. are hot for the Brewers. They are. Well, nothing. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. I mean, in the National League, you have Cubs, Diamondbacks, Giants, Marlins, Reds, all being separated by a total of four games. I think it's great. I like mm. looking Five at Five teams, two spots. Yeah. After the show, I, I'll go to lunch, and I'll just sit and look at the standings and go, okay, this scenario, that scenario, this scenario. Why would no, Why is no one mentioning the Reds? Because they don't believe in them, nor do I. Done. Nobody they're, does. They're 74 and 71. They have a negative 37 run differential. I mean, they're they have a losing record at home. They're 36 and 39. I just looked up at the NBA today. Mm -hmm. My goal this year is to help Chris Paul get his first championship. Draymond Green is saying that. Okay. So sorry. Chris Just Paul's on the you know, Chris Paul's on the Warriors now. I, I just put two and two together. <laughs> I just I, I just put two and two together. He's now on the Warriors. So. No, I I knew that, but then right. when you when you don't look at it or talk yeah. about Wait, it forever, what? yes. I looked over and I'm like, "Wait, Draymond and him are together like that what that's going to be oh. Yes. It's ridiculous. Uh Braves and the Phillies split yesterday and that double header, but the Braves are minus 120 today. Fantastic baseball game yesterday. Mm -hmm. That situation. Wheeler freed today. Who are you taking? Oh, you know I'm taking. Braves? No. No. Plus money. Wow. This is Wheeler. This is Wheeler. Yes. Give me Phillies. Phillies and under. This is a this is awesome game today. This will be the focus of my my uh, my shift today on Sports Grid, despite the fact that they want to talk about like Jets futures odds and all this other stuff, and huh. blah, blah blah blah. We'll be talking about baseball today, baby. Braves, Phillies. 
Rays Phillies. Okay. I, 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 is this an NLCS preview? Could be. Could be. I'm not saying it is. Could be. I'm not saying that. Uh, and then one more baseball question before better to book it. Mm-hmm. A pirate player is asking for robot umpires. Brian Hayes. You see how far that pitch was outside? Okay. Brian Hayes says, quote, some umpires really don't care. 3-1 call, not even close. Wasn't even close. Hold him accountable after the game, walking off the field. And his response is the shoulder shrug emoji. I gave you a chance to hit a home run. That tells me you don't care at all. No accountability. Bring the ABS, please. Oh, boy. MLB. Careful what you wish for. Derek Shelton said, quote, it's a very rare situation and he's frustrated. You know, sometimes I think today we vent in different ways, not speaking for him in any way, but the point of the matter is every at bat is important. Every at bat is crucial. The fact that he has passion for every single pitch, I think is really important. MLB has been testing the ABS at AAA this year, a computer that makes calls for half the games and the other half batters and pitchers and catchers can challenge a human umpire with the computer getting the final say. I've seen this in action at the Aviators games. The guy taps his helmet to challenge. Different teams were letting the players do it, Mm -hmm. and other teams were letting the manager do it. Mm -hmm. I thought I would hate it. After going to a bunch of games with the kids and them watching and explaining it, I don't like it. I love it. You love it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. The pitcher, the batter knows. Most of the time, the batters are so good at this level. They know when a pitch is three inches off the plate. They review it. It's three inches off the plate. If they're wrong, they tap their thing. They look at it. If it's on the box or on the line, it's a strike. That challenge is done. Now you can't do it again. You only get two. If you lose lose two, you're out. So to give the power to the batter to do it, you better be – I mean, if you if you have carte blanche as the batters, you use them both in the first inning. Like, wow, what are we doing? I liked it. I, I Only because I've seen it in practice. If you're thinking it in theory, no, I don't like it. I, I think there's, I just, I like the nuance. I like the inconsistency. It's so a one thing in sports. Uh, I like that's inconsistent. I like, I don't like anything inconsistent. I don't, I, do, I like balls and strikes being inconsistent. I do. You're I, as I, meticulous and as an yes. order person as I know in yes. my life right now. I like that inconsistent. It's what makes baseball baseball. I don't want it with home runs. I don't want it with plays at the plate. I don't want it at first base, second place or third base, but I don't want it with goals in, in hockey. I don't want it with all. I don't like the offsides review, but I get why they do it. I, I don't like that in hockey. I like the idea that different umpires have different strike zones because human beings are built differently. My strike zone from my knee to my chest is different based upon my crouch, based upon my stance, based upon everything. So I like umpires having some inconsistencies. It's it's just it, it's what makes it's what makes baseball baseball. But as a pitcher which is what I was first okay. and foremost. I want consistency. Of course. I need to know where the damn strike zone is. Part of the game. Call it like. one time or, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I get the point. I know I know what you're saying. But I, I think 
we've been playing baseball for over a hundred years and the mistakes are part of the lore of the game. It just is. I mean, I don't want bad calls. There's a difference between a bad call and a strike one inch, three inches either way. That's fine. That's but like LeVon Hernandez pitched a no hitter for the Marlins years ago. Eric mm-hmm. Gregg was the home plate umpire. Okay. If the catcher caught the ball, it was a strike. It didn't matter where he caught it. He, if he caught it, it was a strike. It was insane. I remember watching the game going, this is how is this possible? And everybody just went, that's just a, that's just Eric Gregg. He's allowed to just, you know, he did this big punch out. Sometimes I saw it with the kids. This is when it used to drive me crazy. We travel to California. We pay money for a hotel. And a guy would just not give a shit behind home plate. And he would give them calls a foot off the plate, ring one of our batters up. I'm like, Blue, you got to give the kids a chance. These kids are trying to better their lives. They're paying dues as parents. We're the coaches. We're responsible for bringing them here. And the parents are mad at us because we're losing games because our kids can't hit the ball. What the hell are we doing here? And at one time I got escorted out of the park because I went right to the tournament director and said, that guy doesn't give a shit. He's not even bending. I know it's 106 and we're in a godforsaken place with no air, no wind and no shade. I'm hot too. He's getting paid to be out here. Can he at least try? These guys are major league umpires. They should take significant effort to get every pitch right. And sometimes you're watching the games and you're like, that guy, I don't even think his eyes are open. (laughs) Millions of dollars are being decided on these things. They are. But I, again, I just, I like that inconsistency in baseball. I just, I, I, I think if we make it perfect, it changes the game a lot. It alters the game. I don't want, it's the one it's the one part of sport I do not want computers involved. Do you like it in tennis? They get the, they can tell by yes. an inch if I like the it ball hits yes. the line in tennis. Because there's a line there that's straight. Baseball doesn't have that. If every human being playing baseball was the same size, I would agree with you. Oh, man. But they're not the same size. So the strike zone with the is different. Gonna be the same for Jose Altuve as it is for Aaron Judge, chest to knees, but they're different sizes. So is it right. going to be the same or different? Same, but it's just on that person. It's the same human beings, but the human beings are very different sizes. Right, Jose Altuve is short. Right, Aaron Judge is big. But some umpires the call ABS, the inside. It's going to adjust for that, no? Of course, but some umpires will have an inside strike. Some umpires will have an outside strike. Some umpires will call it low. Some umpires will call it high. I like that. I think that's neat. I think that's a good shit. It, it's what keeps baseball baseball. If the umpire doesn't care, fire the umpire and put somebody in there who cares. Like I, I'm more, I'm more inclined to remove the ump than I am to change the whole, the whole way it's being called. Oh man. Oh man. I'll upgrade it that way. If, if I can on that. So, all right. All right. Time for better to book. <laughs> Three bets to give you guys here today before we wrap and go to bonus time. 
Cubs team total over six and a half at the Rockies. It's a flexing day. Oh boy. Cubs scored five yesterday. Holy crap. The ink, the total for the game is 12 and a half. It was 11 and a half last night. <laughs> 12 and a half. Woo! Oh boy. What'd you get? Six and a half. What? Minus one fifteen. A couple places have seven and a half now. Oh, good. Okay. Um, yikes. Whew. All right. That's a lot of runs, P. Roll. It is, but it's course. <sighs> Flexen right. Flexen has gotten absolutely tattooed. He's just he's just filling innings right now. I was gonna buy a Flexen game used jersey in Seattle. Really? Yeah, they wanted two twenty five for it. And my daughter was like, is he any good? <laughs> and I said, well, he was for a brief amount of time. I took a picture of the jersey instead and saved the 225. There you go. I think over. I think bet this. Opponents with flexing on the mound in three of the last four games have scored 10, 13, and 12 runs. So just give you a little idea. It was five. Hope he five, stays four. in the game long enough to get the. Yeah, runs, the bullpen's but. just as bad though. Uh, team total: Orioles over five and a half, fading Wainwright. Good bet. Um, fair. I like this because I don't know what to do with John Means. What if John Means comes back and he's awesome? That's what. I- uh, so I want no part of him. I, I can't touch John Means because so I'm you like, would you know, rather do this than the game over. Correct. I was going to say, okay, mm, no. Right. What happens? He's a lefty coming off of Tommy John. What happens if he's awesome? And if he's awesome, true. he could be a monster addition to this Orioles rotation. It right. could be a huge, he could start game one of their playoff series. I mean, John means for the better part of three seasons before the Tommy John surgery was the ace of this staff. So, I want no part of him. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what John means. I can, I know what Wainwright is. Wainwright's horrible. <sighs> Starts since August First five 4th. team total. Somebody just dropped it in there. Stevie Mack. Good if you want it, but I'd rather hit the, I, I want to hit the, the over yeah. two and a half. I want to hit the, the bullpen. And I, I, I'm not positive. That's seven. He, he, since October the fourth, here, here are the runs given up by Wainwright in his starts: seven, eight, three, six, one, six. It's so. I've watched his last three starts. He gets to the fifth, maybe giving up one run, and then it starts to unravel. And they won't take him out because they want him to be the pitcher on record because they want him to get that 200th win. And they leave him in too long. In the fifth inning, you can bet that who bet that Baltimore will score a run today in the fifth inning. If you're watching the game live, we'll be I'll be on live uh on on in-game live in the fifth, most likely for that. The other bet you can make if you want, this is actually kind of psychotic. You don't <laughs> like if you don't like this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He has lost 10 of 11 all on the run line, all on the run line. Damn bro. <laughs> and I really like Adam Wainwright. I, I don't like, I hate to see these careers end like this. He's just getting pummeled. Nine, one, 14, nothing, 15, two, five, one, nine, four, 12, eight, four, two, six, three, four, one, eight, five. Oh, 
only a couple of them have come close where they win by two. <laughs> Most of them are four or five. Oh. Just winning by dramatic alternate amount. run line. Do you want to do alt run line? Minus do that? two and a half. Yeah, plus two. Money, money. Yeah. Team total over. I think that, yeah. I mean, I'm going to sit here and say, book this. I don't want to, I don't want to book this. I don't, I don't have to do that. I say about it. And finally, uh, first five over Astros ace. Yikes. Why'd you do this game? Because I think this is this is more of a hunch play. This is more of, of the Astros lineup. Verlander has not been great. Oh. Verlander might be getting tired. Oh. Three, two after We're five. We're going Astros game over in the first five. What is uh, are against you, JP is against this JP against Sears. your will? Is someone making you no. do this? Against JP Sears. This is a feel. This is this is a feel play. Oh my god. Gosh, I don't like this at all. I don't like JP Sears, and I, I'm not. I'm not I don't like this game. I, I, of all the games, I'm looking for the baseball because I know you're smoking hot. Mm-hmm. It's so great. I hope you keep winning in baseball because you know I was you 0 and 2 last night. What's that? I was 0 and 2 last night. <laughs> what did you do last night? Oh, did two unders? They both got crushed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the Texas one. We booked that one. I didn't like that one. Um. Yeah, I want to keep talking about baseball. So I want you to do it good. <laughs> I can't believe you would have picked this game, though. I I, I thought maybe you were going to do. He Kansas lost City five straight today. starts before his last two starts in September. Yeah. JP Sears goes back to the JP Sears of August, not the JP Sears of September tonight. Kansas City plays a doubleheader today against the White Sox in Chicago. Yeah, I I, I violated my. I should never have bet the game one. I don't bet doubleheaders. It's just a thing of me. I don't like betting. I don't. I it, everything's wonky and messed up. I don't like betting either one. If you guys are on Sports Grid TV or Sirius XM channel one fifty nine, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We're going to go over to bonus time live on YouTube and Twitter. If you guys are watching on recorded on Sports Grid or on one fifty nine on Sirius, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. For you guys who are here live on YouTube and Twitter, time for bonus time and super chats to be answered coming up right. Okay, Uh, super chat questions to be answered. Okay, Uh, big business as Jets bring back Flacco, takes him to the Super Bowl, just hand the ball off and don't caca yourself. This defense will keep you in any game. Also, when you talk about Josh Allen being worse than Dak Prescott. You know, I read that during the show. Correct, but he needs to get we didn't talk about it we skipped over it oh so is Dak better than Josh Allen the answer is no uh Jay Buck I appreciate no. you fellas thank you he dropped in a, a little two dollars chat Jeff Benny Houston Seattle Dodgers plus 180 they all lost yesterday three team money line parlay whoa Houston Seattle Dodgers Dodgers. I like that the Dodgers pitching matchup. Lance Lynn. You want Lance Lynn today? Do not, but I think that they win the game. You do. Yeah. Win at nine, eight, but they win the game. Dodgers. I mean, the Padres Walker and over in that game mm-hmm. for me, Seattle, Seattle better win today. They better. The woo line is so high. Yankees are beating them. Red Sox, by the way, three, two, six. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's the other one? Single pitch. Who's the other one? 
Seattle, Houston, Dodgers. Seattle, Dodgers. Houston. I can't believe this. I mean, the Houston line. What if they lose again? Not gonna lose today. Okay. Don't think they lose today. I think they have a again. I think they go three. It. That goes. That goes two of three. They hit JP Sears hard today. I like I, I like that, Chef. I, I'm I'm with you. Uh Crunchy Beaver, overreaction Tuesday. I missed the end of yesterday live. 49ers look scary good. Bengals look bad, bad. Bears still suck. Broncos still suck too. Jets are done with the MILF Slayer at quarterback. He's cannon fodder this week. Oh my. I don't There's know if he's can't. <laughs> I mean, look, the Bengals look bad. I think they'll look much better in week two. The yeah. Bears suck. Yes, I agree. I agree. Broncos suck. Yes, I agree. Jets are done with Zach Wilson. Disagree. I don't think they're done. I don't think so either. I don't know. He's been there all camp. He's been listening, learning, whatever. It's why not take the show on the road? Put him in a game in Dallas. What are you going to do? Bring somebody in and teach him the playbook in three or four days and then play him? No, what do you say? He's, he's the starter. He's Q. No, I mean, Salah said it. He's QB one for now. I mean, until they figure out something else, he's QB one. Right. His team for now. Yeah. Until they, till they find something else out. That's crazy. Uh, it's unbelievable. What else is, what else was done? Packed at a Broncos still sucked. You'd like the Broncos this week. I'd like Washington. I do too. Them plus the points. Yeah. I, I just, Again, they were just three and a half against the Raiders. I'm not saying the Raiders and the Commanders are the same, but I I didn't see anything in Denver that makes me go, oh, they're going to explode and cover. They could lose. So points, Jets are done. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Okay, favorite thing about today is what? Oh, I, oh, sorry, Addison. Hold on. Addison has uh, what? What, what St. That? Louis, Baltimore over – a half a run in the fifth inning is at minus 134. Would you better to book it? Somebody scoring in the fifth inning. Probably. I I mean, they they have to be. Uh I will keep an eye on it. Remind me. Uh or I'll remind myself because you won't be on. That's right. You're me and you are doing Friday. Uh yes, I would bet it. Right now. Okay. Depending on who's, I mean, I I, I want to know. Ideally, both starters still in the game. Yes, we'll we'll know for sure later. Favorite thing about today is what? We'll deal with that later. Stay focused on this. Wrap this up, and then we'll get to that in a second. I know what you're looking at. Hold on. Oh no, Crunchy! Just get through this first. No, I just looked out. I saw another super chat. Crunchy oh, dropped another one in there. Oh, you guys thought the Giants were going to cover too? Yes, we damn did. <laughs> the Giants were going to cover. I did and too. Yeah, they no, didn't I, even score. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> so that was yeah. We're waiting for Let's, to to exactly for the Giants to score a point. Good luck this week with the Giants. You want to take them at Arizona? Favorite thing about today is this: uh, um, we've met so many people and forged relationships through the show. You guys have done it on your own through the chat. Through the Discord. What's the Discord channel again? BVBshow.com. It's phenomenal what's going on. And I'll get random texts, pictures, calls. It's awesome. Yesterday's show was really well received. Oh, good. Uh, I thought we did 9-11. It's justice. Mm. Let a lot of people, you know, have their own memories of it. We had ours. We shared them on the show. It was great. Today, I wake up to a text 
from uh, one of our friends at the show. I'll call him Johnny P. Okay. Yeah, and of course, he sends a picture. Uh, first, I see it on Twitter, and his tweets are protected, so you can't see them unless you know him or follow him or whatever. And it's a beautiful picture of a beach. And I'm like, look at that water. Look at those rocks. That might be Curacao. So I sent him a text. I'm like, where are you at? And he said, Greece. He Whoa. went to Greece to be the best man in his cousin's wedding. Nice. In September. He's a, 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 a trader yeah. in a major book. And he said, I said, that's fantastic. Congratulations. I was the best man seven times in weddings. Yes. Every one of them is divorced. <laughs> Every single I'm over. Kiss death. So if you get remarried, don't ask me to be the best okay. man in the wedding because it ain't gonna work. <laughs> but but he said it's his first time. And I said, I'm just happy for you that you went. He's like, I wouldn't miss out on an opportunity to see all this family and stuff and sent me a picture. And I told him, I'm so happy for you. He said, you made me realize I can't miss out on life opportunities to work in a book. I never took a vacation in September. Never. Because I Now, who told, gets married in Greece in September well, is a different story, but yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gonna have a conversation. At the same time, <laughs> I, did, I, I was told when I worked in a book here, it was like, you can't take, there's no vacation. It's blackout period between September and Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I'm that important that I couldn't take a vacation. Like the book's going to survive without me. I didn't understand it. I never, under, I always pushed back. So he sends me that picture and I said, you're the best thing about today, Johnny P. You being the best man at a wedding, sends me a picture with him and surrounded at a table full of family, just sitting there. It looks like a, a, a picture out of a movie scene, mm. him and all of his Greek family over in Greece. Phenomenal. Just great. I said, enjoy the rest of your trip. I can't wait to hear about it when you get back. That's Johnny P. Best thing about today. Well, hopefully he travels safely and gets back and has a good time over there. The weather looks absolutely gorgeous this time of the year in Greece. I've never been, but oh. something on a bucket list uh, for, for me for things to be able to go ahead and do that. Um, it's all it's. It happened yesterday, but it's, it's. I woke up thinking about it today. I talked to you about it a bit last night. Young people are such. I am very, very blessed to teach, and I feel fortunate that I get to go and talk about audio and talk about my passion and talk about my career and, and help the the next generation of kids. It's awesome because I get the kids talking, and it takes like till about yesterday, which is the start of week three, before they really come out of their shell, and. It's really cool how open and honest kids can be and they just tell you the truth and they just oh. come out and they just bam and they hit you with it. And you're like, wow. And you learn so much about where our country is going. Like these are the people who are going to be running the country at one point. And when you hear what they say, like we got to pay attention to these kids, like what they say, they were saying some really poignant and important things about how they're viewing things. And one of the kids just said, you know, I, I had him do the 60 second opinion take. And one of the kids did this opinion based upon the future of politics. And he said, participating in politics is stupid. And I was like, whoa, okay, let's, can we talk about this? And we got into a really cool conversation about where we are as a country and how they, how these kids are looking at their future and what they think is going on. And 
I mean, the amount of distrust that they have for the people in power is as much as I think most adults our age, your and mine's age, as we look at and go, what the hell's going on and why is this happening? But they feel like they're starting from behind the eight ball and they're just saying, fuck it. What's the point? And I was like, man, we got kids who are 18 who are different, disenfranchised already. Like, this is bad. <laughs> like this is, this is not good. Yep. And it just wakes you. It woke me up yesterday to go like, whoo, like they're this honest about how pissed off they are. Like I was like, man, you are cynical for 19. He was like, yeah, well I've seen enough. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Oh, uh-oh. like, yep. so I, I, I think it's, I just, for me, my favorite thing about today is it just, I, I think I get more people need to be listening to these kids. Like we got to listen to the kids. I say it all the time, man. <laughs> the kids know you just got to listen. You got to give them an opportunity to talk and then try to provide some sort of forum where they're safe and they can yeah. tell you the real stuff. And then Look once out. you're there, you can offer something back. If, whether they choose to listen or not, you can't right. control Oh no. And I mean, I, I, I said to them more or less, like I wasn't trying to change their minds. I was just trying to more or less poke around in their heads about why did they get to this point? Like, how did you get here? Like, what, what have you seen? You know, and, and one of the girls raised her hand and I was stunned. She was, man, she said, well, in, in this state in 2019, I could be killed legally for my sexuality. And I was like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> and we got into a whole conversation about that and about Nevada's oh. law being changes. And she's like, how am I supposed to feel protected and comfortable how am i supposed to feel like they care about me and i was like damn like that's just i mean raw as real as honest as like just straight up caused a bunch of different conversations so it's just i i think it's um i know i get paid to teach but i i i feel like i i gain so much more than money from being able to be in that classroom and teaching those kids every day. Oh. And I look forward to Mondays and Wednesdays just because it's such a, I see them again tomorrow. And like, uh, it, it's a, it's always fun in the beginning. You, every class is different, but I, I have a really cool class this year. So I'm just like to see those guys coming up tomorrow back in class. If you have not subscribed to this YouTube channel, please do so message drop hit the bell too by the way because that alerts you when we go live the ish time kicks Best. on with your phone or email whatever it might be you know when we, we go live we are replayed on sirius xm channel 159 and on sports grid tv dave will be on sports grid him and i back together on friday together this week for sports grid so stay tuned for that we will be back tomorrow he is dave i am matt bbb for a wednesday tomorrow